Empower Radio presents Positive Now with Lisa Jesswine. Connect with interesting, inspiring, creative, and spiritually uplifting people who know the value of being positive now. Here's Lisa Jesswine. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you're having a great day today. And, you know, spring's around, so we got a lot of people thinking about new beginnings. Everyone's starting a new part of their life, and they want to know, where am I going? How do I get there? Right? And one part of that is tapping into your own intuition about where you should be in life. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that, but to get us started on the right path, I have invited back one of my favorite people, Lori Lipton. Hi, Lori. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me here today. You're so very welcome. And this is the really exciting part about today's show is this is this is how it's going to go. You guys are going to get a chance to ask one question of Lori Lipton. And in case you are not on the Lori Lipton train, let me tell you, she's a professional intuitive medium and shamanic practitioner. And she's got a great practice in Royal Oak there. And she, she teaches workshops and she studied with people just all over the world. And, um, she's also a master of arts in clinical and humanistic psychology. So you're going to get that chance to call in, in the second half of the show after two 30 and ask Lori a question and no I didn't not give out the phone number yet because we want you to just really focus in on what Lori has to say because part of that whole intuition thing that I was talking about also means the intuition and trusting your own sense of connecting with spirit and source and so that probably goes way back for you Lori so let's let's talk about little Lori and what was it like for you growing up having this uh, ability if you will well I grew up in the same world that all of you did and so I grew up in a culture that really didn't acknowledge the presence of spirit or place high value on intuition or psychic abilities. But ever since I can remember, I always felt connected to something that was greater than myself. And my first um, encounter or acknowledgement of being more than just my little physical Lori Beth, uh-huh. a little girl, mm-hmm. was when I was in uh, about eight years old and our teacher asked the class to do an assignment and asked us all to say what we wanted to be when we grew up. Mm-hmm. And my best friend said she was going to be a teacher. All the little kids in the class were saying they wanted to be nurses and doctors and whatever. And when I stood up in front of the class to share what I was going to be, I said, well, I'll be a psychologist because I've come to the earth to teach people how to love more. Now, wait a second. How old are you? I was eight years old. And I had a very deep connection to who I was on a soul level. And that my entire focus was about learning to love more. And what I said then was that I believe that if people can heal their hearts and heal what hurts them, they will love more and we will create an earth that we're all meant to experience. That was at eight. That was at eight. Wow. um, And at that age, I don't recall seeing spirits. I'm not like a lot of mediums who saw... um, 
people walking around in spirit form. But what I did see and have always been able to see was energy. And I could see into what looked to me like different dimensions, dimensions that the people around me were not acknowledging. So I could look at a tree and feel the essence of a tree. I could, I would be around people and know immediately how they were feeling and see images in my mind about what they were going through or what was going to happen to them. Now, did that freak you out as a kid? Um, and you know what? Before we get that answer, I'm going to have Matt turn the microphone directly towards you because I want to make sure everybody can hear what you're saying. And we're going to try and keep you going right there because okay. we just, we just want to make sure everything is set because you have such good things to say that I want to make sure everything gets it. So here you are and you're sensing these energies right. about people and things that are going on. And so what did that feel like inside of you as a kid? Um, it, it, made, it very often made me feel very alone, ironically. I did not, it, even though I felt connected to something greater, I noticed that nobody else acknowledged that that was happening for them. So, what, no other little eight-year-olds yeah. were talking to trees? Hello, tree. Hi, how are you? Exactly. <laughs> and then I re, you know, like I remember when I was in the fourth grade, I was in Sunday school class, and my Sunday school teacher was talking about Moses. And I just began to feel very open in my heart, like the top of my head opened up, and I felt this flush of energy rushing through me. And I began to say that I believe that Moses was talking to a divine spirit and something really magical was happening. I probably didn't use those words. But what was clear is that the teacher in the class didn't really like what I was saying because it didn't fit in with the religious um, studies and the religious orientation. And so I learned pretty quickly to hide what my psychic and intuitive abilities were. I felt very uncomfortable that I knew things about people with no explanation, particularly being very little, very, very young. And also I had parents who were pretty intellectual. My mother was a professor, my father was an engineer. They were scientists by um, education. And so, you know, they believed in only things that they could see and touch. And so how did they treat you? Um, <clears throat> usually they uh, dismissed what I experienced. So I learned to kind of cultivate my spiritual life in a very private way. Um, I would see angels. By the time I was a teenager, I began hearing them very clearly. Uh, I didn't hear anybody teaching me about hearing angels or seeing angels or expect that it was normal, but it was my experience. And um, I also happened to have a brother who was mentally ill. Wow. And he did hear voices, and he heard them very differently than I did because I only heard the most beautiful, loving, mm -hmm. uplifting, empowering messages. Mm -hmm. And so did, did he confide in you that he was hearing things? He, I began to see that he was hearing things and I could see, you know, what was happening to him because I could see the energy and what was going on in what looked like, um, 
how can I describe it? It's sort of like a sphere of light around a person. And I've always been able to sense that. Sometimes I see it very distinctly, but I've always been able to feel it and or know what's happening in somebody's energy field. And I could see when my brother was beginning to shift from the brother that I had grown up with, he was seven years older than me, to a brother that was now being sort of haunted by um, really... Um, unfriendly voices and that's a, a it's a delusional aspect of schizophrenia so oh okay all right mm-hmm. that's it was not a psychic experience i don't want to okay. alarm anyone it was really something that was going on organically in his brain was it part of the aura that you could see change yes yes what people call the aura is exactly what i was looking at and for me it looks like a matrix it looks like all these lines of light and i'll see when there's holes in it or i'll see when there's something in it that doesn't belong to a person it's very fascinating and i've been able to do that since i was little and um but nobody ever talked about it so i thought well how come you know Nobody talks about this. You're like, I can see it. Can everybody see what's going on? I've always felt that way. I really didn't make much of it. And I think because I learned very early not to talk about it, I just kind of left it as a private experience until it became more and more front and center in my life. And then when I was in my 20s, I'd had quite a bit of trauma and really serious trauma. And I was pretty debilitated from it and experiencing depression. And at that age, I had turned to alcohol and Mm. really was suffering and uh, began to pray and asked for divine intervention. And um, in the midst of my prayer, I was sitting in my apartment, sitting on the couch in Royal Oak, (laughs) and um, feeling pretty lost. And all of a sudden, I saw this sort of this remarkable vortex, sort of like the ceiling looked like it opened up, and this brilliant light came um, before me, and it was filled with this golden light. And then what looked like a thousand angels. It was one of the most remarkable experiences of my life. In fact, it's choking me up right now. Wow. And and those angels filled me with a sense of calm. I, I was literally shifted dramatically in that moment into a very deep sense of calm. And they told me to put down the drink to stop drinking alcohol and that if I were to listen to what they had to say that they would be willing to help me and help me to heal and they led me to the people places and things that were going to support me in my life and it shifted me from thinking of my intuition as something I needed to hide and live in the background into something that I accepted as front and center that was going to empower me, help me to heal, help me to grow, and understand that there was something greater than me or greater than anything I could perceive, even my suffering, that was going to help me transcend it, heal it and transcend it. And I just privately began to spend every single day, um, I would start my day and say a prayer and humbly surrender my ego, which I'll talk about in a moment, but that thinking mind, that chattering mind, that doubts that there is even Mm -hmm. something bigger than us, Mm -hmm. and asked to be uh, made into a channel of God's love, light, and truth. Would you do us a favor right now and just give us an example of one of the prayers? And and we'll just, right now, everybody, Lori's going to say the prayer out loud, and this would be something similar that she would, you know, start her day with so all of us can can benefit. And thank you, Lori. Absolutely. Um, So the first thing that I would always say to do is stop whatever it is you're doing 
and take a moment and take a deep breath and maybe put your hand on your belly or your hand on your heart and as you breathe in just allow yourself to feel the deep breath filling your whole body and then slowly exhale And often what I would say is in your mind's eye, envision the remarkable light from the source of all that is flowing in through the top of your head. And allow that light to pour through your head and fill your whole body with light. And as I allow that light to fill every cell of my being, saturating every single ounce of who I am, radiating that beautiful divine light. I thank God or divine source for his love, light, and truth pouring through me. And I ask to be made into a channel of divine love, light, and truth that everywhere I go, may I serve the highest good of all that is. And that's usually the prayer that I start my day with. That is nice. And then I go into a, a state of gratitude, and I begin thanking the divine for all the blessings in my life. And sometimes, and particularly in those days when I was very sad, very heartbroken, and really struggling, all I could be thankful for was the fact that I had a breath. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to, there's two things I sort of want to get in here because I'm going to go back to talking about the golden light. But let's talk, go back to not when Lori was little, but there's someone out there listening who has a child yes. who they believe is special or right. intuitive or psychic. Right. What They don't know what to call it and how to address it. I think our language can be so limiting very often, right? Because it, what does it mean when we say that we have a psychic child? Some children uh, um, are just very sensitive and mm-hmm. they can feel the emotions of others or they can feel the world around them. Sometimes children are seeing spirits and it makes them afraid. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're able to see grandma or grandpa mm-hmm. who's no longer living and they're not sure you know, what they're seeing and what they're doing. And I know what that's like. I felt that way as a child <laughs> and I felt alone and I wish that I had a mom or a dad that could have nurtured me. And just because of the way they were raised, they didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, that's one of the reasons I teach children now how to connect in with who they are on a soul level. So um, this age level real quick that usually I don't um, and encourage people who are younger than six or seven okay. um, to develop it too formally. Um, but usually by the time a child's in some kind of formal education, you can begin to nurture and support their spiritual connection, whatever it is. Okay. And even with my own daughter, I've never made a big deal of it, just sort of whatever she brings up, I've allowed that space to be there when she'll say, Mommy, I know things that other people don't know. Instead of saying, oh, that makes you psychic, I stop, I take a deep breath, and I say, tell me more about that. Mm -hmm. What does that feel like in your body? What does that feel like to be you? What is it that you know? How do you know it? Mm -hmm. And so I allow her to describe her experience in the words that feel most comfortable to her. Mm -hmm. 
And so, and one of the things that I do is I t teach people, children particularly, how to calm their bodies so that they can listen and trust the difference between what's in their thinking mind mm -hmm. and what's really coming from spirit. That because children are so creative, yes, that there's got to be that whole. Well, is my kid making this all up, or, or is this really? what's coming through oh please and don't we feel that way as adults oh yeah we, we always feel that way no matter how long I've been doing this <laughs> and how often I've spoken with spirit and had this connection I still have a mind that says really how could I do this this doesn't make any sense I'm not supposed to be able to do but this. that's what I love is someone like you who've been doing this as long as you have you still have that everyday normal experience of having doubt oh my goodness of course I do I'm just like everybody else I I will do readings all day long be in this incredible awe of connection walk mm -hmm. out of my office and say how the heck did I do that today I don't know I don't get right. it even though I do know right I'm still in awe I'm still in absolutely awe. so they've recognized this about their child now what would be the first step into helping their child develop it is it books is it taking them to classes is it nature I think that all three of those things can be very beneficial. You have to listen to your own intuition to trust what's going to be best in your family and how to support your child. But most uh, of all, I would say uh, not to judge or be afraid of what your child is seeing and or saying. Um, really listen carefully inside yourself, how you feel when you hear what your child is saying, because your responses are going to either create safety for your child to tell you more about what's going on with them. And then absolutely spending time in nature. There's nothing better than spending time in nature because it's filled with prana or the life force that's pure and uplifting and enhancing. We have an energy field. And when we're indoors or we're feeling afraid or in any kind of formal environment, our energy field folds in. When we go out into nature, and particularly when we're around trees and we spend at least 15, 20 minutes, that big energy field, it actually unfolds it opens up and it allows us to become more receptive to our intuition as well as those mm -hmm. divine helpers like angels and spirit guides and mm, and we love them they're they're, love them. they're all here and they'll be helping us out during the second half we're talking to Lori lipton and Lori is an intuitive medium and shamanic practitioner and you are very lucky today because you will be able to ask her a question coming up after 2.30. You get one question and it's not very often that, that we have Lori trapped in a studio and <laughs> you get the benefit of asking her a question for free. So this is really exciting. And let's go back to the golden light. Yes. So you had this moment, you're down in the dumps, 20 year old, you're drinking, there were all these traumas going on in your life. Yes. And then Oh, like something out of a movie, Angels. Right now, I'm 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 hearing someone say, "I want a golden light. I want a golden light. Yeah. Can I have a golden light?" Yeah. So I can they? I of course they can have a golden light, and um, I would love to say that I'm the one in charge of that. However, I'm not, and <laughs> I you know I often joke about it with my students. Um, I think that I needed the remedial program, and that's why the divine gave me the golden light so that I could actually see, <laughs> hear, and sense spirit. Otherwise, I would have dismissed it because I was in so much pain. So everybody has that exact same access. I'm no different than anybody else. I'm not more special. Um, I think that's a real un, uh, unsafe and unwise misnomer. 
everybody is connected to spirit we're all created from the same loving source we all have the ability to connect in you may or may not see it as a golden light that happened to be the image that I got that woke me up it was perfect for me and my needs at that time but we do get those whispers we get those hunches we get dreams that tell us messages spirit divinity is talking to us all the time we'll see it in the form of animals or birds or butterflies that kind of fly in our space as a way to connect us with spirits we'll sort of feel the presence of a loved one maybe just we'll know that a mom or a dad or a grandparent is right near us maybe even a child so when we listen and pay attention to those signs that our physical body is using to communicate hey spirit is trying to get your attention pay attention to what's being offered to you then we can tap in and the more we listen the more we acknowledge that those messages as subtle as they might be they grow stronger it's like a muscle Mm -hmm. the more we pay attention to it we acknowledge it like for me no matter what that sign is even if it's a bird flying over I went to go visit my father's uh, gravesite and a hawk came and flew Mm -hmm. over and for me that was a clear message that my father was saying I'm right here and I love you and um, and so from what I do immediately is I say, thank you for giving me a clear, visible sign. Okay. And, and let's stop a little bit on signs there because um, I know that, you know, you had said, oh, and a hawk flew over and I knew it was my dad. Yeah. Here, here's the deal, everyone. And you've heard this on my show repeatedly. Nobody owns a particular sign. Right. The, the, everyone can have hawk signs. Everyone can have butterfly signs. It's the feeling that is associated when you see that sign exactly and i think that's such a perfect description it's exact and i say the same thing about spirit and divinity when you see or hear are you feeling empowered are you feeling something that uplifts and inspires you then you know you are connecting with something greater than you that i would call divinity that's my language for it that divine flow because it it takes you out of whatever that loss is, whatever that moment is that might be stalling you, that might be you're struggling with, and it allows you to know, okay, this is amazing. And of course, hawks are not just my sign. Hawks and spirit and angels are here for all of us. They're here to support us all. And and there's no um, caveat, there's no limit on how you can connect with that divine source that's there for everyone. And if you just tune in and pay attention and what you pay attention to and say thank you for, you'll get it again. Because I've acknowledged that hawk tends to be that symbol that comes from my father, that's the symbol that shows up for me because I've said thank you for that sign mm-hmm. it, then it'll show up again does yeah absolutely it does and it and it feels good to you you know when you see it and and I have known that I was intuitive since my near-death experience and what I want everybody to understand is just because Lori had this trauma going on in right. her life deep trauma and I had deep trauma going on in my life does not mean that you have to go through some major trauma in order to connect 
with intuition. In fact, no. <laughs> uh, I think that it's just the opposite. I think that spirit wants us to open here and now in this moment. Right now, you can make a decision. Take a deep breath. Listen to your body. Listen to the part of you that's bigger than your physical body. And start practicing that right now. Don't wait for some, you know, as Oprah says, it's a whisper, then it's a brick, and then it's like the house falls down. <laughs> that's right. We don't We don't want to have to wait for the house. And this is this is getting really exciting because coming up right after 2.30, I am going to allow you, allow you, like I could stop anyone, whatever, like, oh, I'll allow you. you can, you're going to get to ask Lori a question, which is very exciting. So write down this phone number. It's 248-809-3474. So that is the phone number to call in to Empower Radio and the show Positive Now with Lori Lipton. And if you want to look up some of Lori's classes that she has going on, um, you can go to her website at LoriLipton.com and it's L O R I. L-I-P-T-E-N dot com. And you can get all the information on where she's going to be. She's got an upcoming one about journey into intuition, which is sort of why we've been talking a little bit about that right now. And this is what's fun because Lori's like, sure, I'll come on the show and do some calls. Why not? You know, it's going to be a great deal. But I said, oh, that's fun. Let's bring some cards, too. Mm -hmm. So coming back from the break, Lori's just going to give us a little bit of insight into using different tools in order to tap in to um, spirit, spirit, divinity, divinity, your higher self, yes. the guides that are there to help you. Right. So we're going to find out what different tools are available to you so that maybe you want to start your journey with runestones or something else. Coming up right after the break. Before there were computer games and HDTV, cram courses and teaching to the test, there was this thing called imagination, a tool so powerful it could transport kids on the most amazing journeys of their lives, from outer space to center field at Yankee Stadium. It is for these journeys that Destination Imagination was created, an extraordinary after-school program in creativity and teamwork for every child. At Destination Imagination, teams are formed and challenges are met with a whole lot of imagination. And while we can't guarantee it'll get your kid into Harvard or onto American Idol, we're pretty sure that Destination Imagination will be the most important journey they make this year. Maybe any year. Parents, teachers, start a Destination Imagination team by calling 888-321-1503 or visit DestinationImagination.org. That's Destination Imagination. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? In the forest near the side of the road. No need for alarm, sir. The forest is where bears live. But this was no ordinary bear. No ordinary bear? At one second, I'm having a smoke taken in the view. Next thing I know, I am face-to-face with Smokey Bear. Let me guess. Smokey had a tip for you. He did. He must have seen me toss my cigarette on the ground. He told me never to do that because it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. He's a smart bear. Did you know that? 
that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. That's what Smokey said. I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous, and you're not. Good point. Get your Smokey on. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference, because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. be casualties and for our wounded warriors coming home can sometimes be a battle in itself american troops who suffer traumatic injuries need the support of every american join us and send your message of support to our wounded warriors and their families at uso.org the uso until everyone comes home but my passion is education my name is Namdi Asmoa, and this is how I live united. I see too many kids miss out on moving up. Kids who could go on to college but just need that extra little push. So every year, I take promising high school students on a college tour. We check out the dorms, the library, meet some professors, find out where the best late-night grub stops are. It shows them that there's a whole world beyond their own. But what's even better is that most of these kids decide college is for them. I'm Namdi Asamoa. I show kids that a higher education means a brighter future. So when it comes to Living United, I don't just wear the shirt. I live it. Join me. It takes all of us working together to make a difference. Find out how you can live united for education. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. You're listening to Empower Radio, EmpowerRadio.com. Now, back to Positive Now with Lisa Justwine. Oh, thank goodness we're back because the phones are already busy. We're with Lori Lipton. She's an intuitive medium and shamanic practitioner, and we've been talking about intuition and about kids being intuitive and all this good kind of stuff. So we've opened up our lines, and we're going to be able to ask Lori a question, but let's talk briefly just about a few, give people a few tools that they might be able to utilize to help improve their intuition. Cards? Yes. Or Oracle decks, right? Yes, Oracle decks. Um, I tend to prefer Oracle decks that are what I call divinely charged. So they communicate with angels. uh, They communicate with ascended masters, the fairy realms, as well as uh, power animal cards. Okay, rather than like a a rider weight tarot deck, which has got your four like coins, wands, cups. And swords, you 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 just vibe more with yes. these type of things. Absolutely, nothing wrong with the tarot deck. It's beautiful, but it's just not what I resonate to. Right. So that's and then there are things like runestones and crystals. Absolutely. And, and there's, I even teach in my intuitive empowerment course people because I work as a shamanic practitioner, which means I work directly with spirit in order to support and um, empower people in their healing process. I teach them how to read 
read Signs in Nature, how to work okay. with rocks and stones and leaves. and Fantastic. So write down this number, 248-809-3474, and please keep calling if it's busy. First caller is Julie from Boston, Massachusetts. Hey, Julie. Hi. How are you, Lori? This is Julie Melanson. We've actually met before. Oh, hi, Julie. How are you? I'm doing great. And Julie, um, what, what's your question for Lori? My question is, um, my mother, my my uh, my adoptive mother. Um, I, I reached out and found my birth mother a few years ago. A few years ago, and she passed. But my brother, not my brother through biology, but my brother through who I grew up with, is still having a really hard time dealing with fact that. Dealing with what fact? We just lost our caller. Um, so if we can try and get Julie back on line Hello? one. Julie, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. <laughs> is this? No, this isn't Julie. Oh. Okay. Well, we're going <laughs> to. All right. Can I just take a moment? Because I believe that Julie was the one that was calling in and we may have lost the. Right. So uh, let's address what Julie wanted first a little bit what we hope she did and and then we will move on one of the things that i just heard to say really quickly is that there is a female in spirit for julie named diana Mm. and um that she is telling me to um that this they both actually need to go deeper or what i would call um I keep hearing to say open up, open up the heart, open up the um, sort of the sense of faith, maybe see beyond what they have been seeing in order to um, trust that they are being supported. And um, that Julie, one of the best things that Julie can do for a brother or that we all can do for someone that we love that's suffering is hold them in our mind's eye. Like in, in, in fact, envision them thriving. Mm-hmm. Instead of worrying about them, shift the internal vision of that person into something that actually supports and nurtures and uplifts them. Okay, we've got Julie back on the line. Hey, Julie. Hi, sorry. I think I got disconnected. I don't know if that was a sign. No, I I don't know if we want to take that as a sign. We're not really sure about that. But Julie, did you happen to hear any of what um, Lori had to say? Um, Just the last one. Okay. We just lost the call again. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to just continue on and then move on to the next one. Yes. Um, But Julie, continuing to listen online because I've also drawn a card for you here as well. And would you like to explain this card? Well, I think it's pretty remarkable because the Divine Mother, Mother Mary, who is the essence of divine compassion, unconditional love, came through and said very specifically to nurture yourself. So I would encourage encourage you to take that to heart because I don't think that there's any accidents when you draw an angel deck or an ascended master deck. You're going to get exactly the right guidance for you and everybody can use one of these decks. Oh, absolutely. And we drew out of the Ascended Master's Oracle Guidebook, which is Doreen Virtue, and she's got a fabulous line of... Uh, you know, cards and and all kinds of really good stuff. So if we could just go on to line two with Mary from Royal Oak. No, not Mary either. Well, how about anybody on the line? Do we have someone on the line? Hey there. How are you doing? Is this Mary? No, this is Amber. Oh, hey, Amber. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Say hello to Lori. Hi, Amber. Hi, Lori. (laughs) Um, I did have one question, and um, 
it was about work. And I wanted to know, I'm trying to advance with a certain company and wanted to know if it's looking good or if I should look other places because it's a company that I really want to be a part of. Right. Um, I have to tell you the first thing that came through to me, first of all, you have a grandmother that's standing behind you that is truly supporting you. And one of the first things that I'm hearing to say is that you absolutely need to trust yourself. Um, I would do exactly kind of like the guidance that came through just a moment ago that I'm hearing to say to you is have faith. I would work with your own ability to see in your mind's eye you having the position that you want to have at the salary that you want to have it. It looks like it's going to pan out for you very well you've got a couple of months more in the job that you're in but if you open and see yourself thriving in this particular company i see you doing extremely well okay and this okay is, so there's oh go ahead sorry this, amber this was the card that came up and i want her to explain i just absolutely love this because as i'm channeling from spirit and receiving these messages from spirit lisa is pulling a (laughs) card from the ascended masters deck and the one that she pulled was freedom and she pulled um isn't that amazing (laughs) i love it so and that's really amber the key that i keep hearing with you is to you really do need to learn to slow yourself down kind of calm in your body you tend to hold a lot of tension in your solar plexus which is fine it's we're all wired in different ways and it makes sense particularly in a strange economy so you just want to use your tools go deeply into yourself you might want to take up yoga as a way to nurture yourself um, so that you can open to your own intuitive process and learn to trust the hunches that are coming through to you Good yeah, I like that. <laughs> Thank you. You're going to do really Thanks. well. Thanks, Amber. Thank Bye. The phone number to talk to Lori is 248-809-3474. And it's kind of cool because we are, you know, drawing a little card from the deck here. And it, in, the nice part is it is confirming yeah. the information that is coming through. So, And that's even something that you can do at home. Absolutely. You're sitting there and you're, you're trying to download some of that information and then go ahead and go with what your intuition is. You could even write it down. I think it's a great idea. And then boom, Mm -hmm. draw a card and see what relates from what you wrote down to the card and try and figure out how they go together. Um, Sometimes people get to that point where they're like, I can't figure it out. Right. And, you know, that means usually because we're pretty worried, we're very concerned about the question that we're asking. And that takes a lot of practice to learn to calm our body because you're always going to have a mind, that thinking mind that's chattering and trying to figure it all out for you. And even I have that, even though I practice my meditation every day I have learned that anything that I'm worrying about or feel like I can't figure out means I'm not looking to something bigger than myself (laughs) so I I need to breathe let it go turn it over to the divine and what does that look like that's surrendering the question quieting my body quieting my mind breathing deeply in and then using the tools like meditation or shamanic journey Mm -hmm. or even sitting with a card deck and saying okay i'm willing to see whatever will serve my highest good not just what i think it should be okay we've got mary on the line hi mary hi how are you good say hello to Lori. hi mary hi hi Lori. how are you wonderful how are you great what's What's your your question? question um Well, I just ended a relationship a couple months ago, which was very painful, and so I'm looking for guidance around um, how to draw in my partner for a a conscious, loving relationship. 
Wonderful question. And I think this is a question that so many people can relate to because it really runs deep and it, and it can be quite, um, you know, unnerving when you've thought you, you found somebody and you've gone through a painful ending. It's so fascinating. Lisa just pulled the card trust. <laughs> I absolutely love how this partnership is working, Lisa. This is wonderful. But the thing that I'm hearing with you is um, really very loudly to slow down, to slow down and to be willing to heal and learn what were the gifts that you received in that relationship? What did you learn about yourself? What did you like in that relationship? And what things you didn't like in that relationship? And what I keep hearing from one of your guides is telling me that you do have this really beautiful partner really on the horizon for you. It really looks really quite lovely. Um, but for you, it's to connect in more deeply trust. And I keep hearing also to do things that are playful, fun for you, joy for you and as you do that more of that and appreciate more of that you're going to draw in someone who's compatible with you mary can i ask you something yes go ahead have you always had someone in your life always had a partner no not always i've had uh, several dry spells (laughs) (laughs) were they long dry spells or were they quick yeah some of them were you know a couple years Mm -hmm. i would say yeah Mm -hmm. do you want a relationship or do you need it I want it. I'm I'm pretty independent and I'm pretty self-sufficient. Um, it just feels like something that would bring more fun and, and fullness to my life. Oh, isn't that funny? Because that's exactly what I heard awesome. you say to you is to do the things that you love to do, bring joy and play into your life, knowing that when you're in that vibration, you specifically, you're going to draw in that right partner for you. And the issue for you, one of the questions that I keep hearing or messages rather that I keep hearing is around control for you to let go and trust that you're going to mm. bring in that guy that's just going to totally get you and vice versa. So that's the message that I'm hearing for you today. Excellent. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Thanks, Mary. <laughs> uh, you know what? And I, I can't throw stones at Mary because I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, I haven't broken up with someone lately, but w- there's a lot of us single people out there who trust is the biggest thing in, in knowing that that's going to come next. If you'd like to ask a question of Lori, you can call 248-809-3474 and you're going to get to talk to Lori Lipton. This this never happens. That's why this is such a cool thing. You get the chance to ask her a question right now and it can be about a, a loved one that has passed on. Absolutely. Um, and as you heard, you know, Amber asked about career and Mary asked about love. There are all different ways that when you tap into source and divine, you can download that information. And if you're not, you know, really comfortable with yourself doing that, that's why we have Lori on the show today. So 248-809-3474. And I'm even drawing a, a little card here while she's talking, which has confirmed a lot of stuff out of several of the decks here. So when you when you've got your question formulated in your head just call 248-809-3474 and we do have someone on the line here we're gonna we're gonna let matt 
finish up the information here so we can get them we get them going here uh, let me say something that i think is really important because even though i have psychic abilities i'm not really what i would call a psychic and a psychic is somebody who reads the person's energy field and uses that information to predict um their destiny and my experience um and and i think that's a very valuable tool and a worthwhile exploration for anyone who uh, wants to speak with and understand um or learn from a psychic. I work much more with directly with spirit. Um, and I also, it is my understanding at my level of consciousness and through my direct experience that we create our reality. There are some things that we have set forth that we are going to experience for sure. They're certain they're in what's called the Akashic record. Those are the records of our soul. But how we play this game of life is really up to us. The way that we radiate our energy, the intentions that we set for ourselves every day make a tremendous difference in what we're going to experience day in and day out. We're going to get back to those Akashic Records because I want to know more about those things and I okay. want to know who has the key to the door where those things are. No, I want to know. So let's let's talk to Sandy. Hi, Sandy from Gaylord, Michigan. Say hello to Lori. Hi, Lori. Hi, Sandy. What's your question today? Well, I've just uh, reached a point in my life that I am kind of stalled. I had just have had two major operations yeah. and I'm I'm getting over them and I was in real estate and I do love real estate but I'm I'm wanting to go in a different direction through feng shui and staging and I just um, need a little bit of help as far as what my purpose is well, one of the things that I'm hearing, I, your body still is healing, by the way. So I don't know how long it's been since you've had your surgery, but it's the first thing that I heard is that you actually need to take time every day to connect in with nature, be outside, and actually allow your body to heal fully. I'd also encourage you to do um, a meditation that where you call back your energy to you. And I would encourage you, if you've ever read any books by Colleen Dietzman, she is a gifted shamanic uh, practitioner. She's one of my mentors. And she writes about how to restore vitality in your physical body. So that's one of the things that I really hear will be um, will be very helpful to you. I also want to tell you that I'm hearing that any kind of staging, any kind of creative practice in the real estate field is going to be absolutely abundant for you. If chills, I keep saying that you are standing in money. So I'd encourage you to get started with that as soon as possible and really help people to listen. You're very intuitive yourself. So help people, your clients, who you take in and, and work on staging, listen to their own intuition and trust their own intuition as you navigate your intuitive process in this next step in your career. You're going to help people to expand more greatly. And then once again, Lisa has done it with a card. Well, that of course, says, I haven't done it. Spirit has done it. Right. <laughs> She's pulled a card that says, let it go. And I love that because that's really, you know, the great universal challenge, isn't it, for us to let it go. It's so easy to say, <laughs> I'm just going to let it go. But what I find really amazing is that the card that she drew was also Kuan Yin, who is very much like the Divine Mother. And really what she, her message is listening to our heart and bringing compassion into whatever experience we have. So I wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much. You're so welcome, Thanks, Sandy. Thanks, Sandy. Thank you. The number to call, we still have time left, 248 
809-3474. Okay, so where are the Akashic Records? Are they in a hall somewhere? Yeah. Where do I go to look at these things? Yeah, if you go down 10 Mile. Is that right and there? And turn left. Good. Awesome. Yeah. And then... <laughs> You need to go to the upper world. So, so as a shamanic practitioner, one of the things that I have, um, that I understand, and this is um, basically universally understood for people who work in a shamanic way, the world is divided into three parts. There's an upper, middle, and lower world. These are, um, the upper and lower worlds are divine realms. And the Akashic Records, as I understand it, really, you access them by going into the upper world. Now, does that mean that's the only place it is? That's sort of like saying that God is only in one place. Okay. Or the source of all that is is in one place. The Akashic Records, what does that mean? Akashic is a Sanskrit word, one of the most, um, the ancient, one of the most ancient languages on the planet from India. And it's Akashic? Akashic. Akashic. Okay. A-K-A-S-H-I-C. And it means the ethereal or non-physical record of everything and so that record it we also have our own record of our specific life and when you enter that record or read the record which is one of the things that I do I don't do that here and now on the radio but I do that in my office when I'm working with a client or on the phone in a session um, when I'm accessing the Akashic records it allows me to see what we would say is in all directions of time it allows me to see who that soul was who you were on a soul level in the past life, mm-hmm. why your soul has chosen this particular physical incarnation in this lifetime, and then also, mm-hmm. um, also it allows me to see um, in the future what it is you are likely to create. In the Kashuk record, it shows us the things that we are most likely to experience, and then it shows me the things that you are energizing through your everyday practices and how those two converge. Does that make sense when I say it that? It does. I, I just get this vision of you, you know, walking up to some sort of library. Yes, I'd like to check out the Lisa Jesswine records. It's Thank ex- you. That's exactly what I do. <laughs> That's exactly what I do. And I did not know I was doing that. So this is one of those things that came through me intuitively when my guides began to encourage me to do readings. Um, one of the things that I that I um, did was I would just say the person's name in a, in a prayer, which is still how I read. I'll say, if I was going to do a reading for you, I would say, um, thank you, God, for blessing me with the opportunity to serve the highest good. Elisa Jesswine, show me all that you'd have me know, see, hear, and sense in service of our highest good. And I then like I that. open up, and that's how it opens That's a library card that never expires. That's right. I enjoy that. Okay, hey, so. Katie, how are you doing? Katie, are you there? Katie? I know we had Katie on the line to ask a question. Well, she got so excited. She did. She went into the Akashic Records herself. And she's like, (laughs) I am going to go check this out because I want to know what this is all about. Because pretty much what you're saying is that, I mean, I don't want to call it predetermined. It's not predetermined. I mean, because there's choice. 
there is choice. There's a s- significant amount of choice from what I understand. Again, I always use that caveat, please, that okay. it's at my level of consciousness. It looks like that we have free will. But we also do have an aspect of our lives that we chose before we came in with divine guides and what I would call the supreme consciousness of all that is. So we do say, you know, I want to experience this. So I'm going to contribute to the earth in this way. Mm-hmm. This is how I'm going to evolve. And so those things are set up before we come in. And then how we play that out is what our free will, how our free will expresses itself. Jason, how you doing? Say hi to Lori. Really good. Hi, Lori. How are you? Hi, Jason. What's your question? I, I'm interested. I have a uh, daughter who um, who sees, and so I'm, I'm I'm hoping to find a way to help her trust her intuition. Beautiful. So there are several ways that you can work with her. One of those, do you do a meditation practice yourself? Yes. Okay, beautiful. I would introduce her. How old is your daughter? Ten. Ten. And she's seeing spirit at this time? Um, mostly in dreams, but also awake. Okay, yeah, that's what it looked like to me. She looks like she's a real high-level soul. Um, looks like she came in with a very specific purpose of staying awake. And um, what I would encourage you to do is teach her how to meditate, teach her how to listen and trust her um, inner voice, and also have her write down or draw her experiences and then describe them to you. Um, awesome. Yeah, that would be very helpful. Do you, if you live in the area, um, you might want to enroll her in one of the classes where I teach children. And it really was very exciting to see these children open up and talk about the angels and spirits that they saw and to listen and meet other kids that were just like them. They don't, that would be awesome. Yeah, and then they don't feel so out of place. And the card I drew was Lady Nada, mother, wife, sister, daughter. <laughs> I think they just love that. And really, um, intuition is a receptive experience. So what we have to do is tune our body up. We do exercise. Then we we do something that raises our vibration or uplifts our energy. Then we quiet ourselves. We set the intention to receive that divine message. And then we have to just allow it to show up. And that's a practice you can teach uh, a 10-year-old. That would be beautiful. And by the way, can we just give props to this dad who is awesome. open enough? I mean, how is it going over with your wife? Um, my ex-wife is um, very um, unreceptive, I will say, to it. And so, you know, she's seen her grandparents. Um, they yeah. visit her often. So, you know, one of the things is I've come out of the closet sort of recently, too, and just been afraid to tell people about some of the things. And so, Yeah. I really understand that, Jason. That was my experience as well because, you know, I'm a mom and I'm in the PTA just like, you know, everybody else. And it was very strange to introduce myself at school going, hi, I see your grandmother and your grandfather. Um, so I like to normalize it. And um, I would encourage you, the more that you trust and feel confident about yourself and tell safe people, people that you know that are going to support you, your daughter is going to feel really loved and supported by you so that she can continue to remain connected to what's present for her. And you don't have to make mommy wrong. You can make let mommy have her own beliefs about this and just let this be something that comes through her. Well, good for you. We wish the best to you and your daughter, okay? I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks, Thank Jason. you. 
Wow, we had some great calls today, and you can find out more information um, from LoriLipton.com, and she spells it L-O-R-I-L-I-P-T-E-N. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, Lisa. You did a great job, and thank you, everybody, for choosing to be Positive Now.